The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh. And I've done enough crying in the last year to know I would rather be laughing. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, as soon as he wants to, even before this show's over, even before this intro's over. Yes, please, please, yes. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use, but we probably won't because a lot of us sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Eight days and counting for radio rent, and I'll tell you then. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Bye. Oh, no. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. For the next few minutes... I want to talk faith with you. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Have you ever encountered frustration? Have you ever encountered frustration? Have you ever had the moment where you went, "Ah." you didn't say it out loud like that, like on the radio, you just went, "Ah," in your head? Okay, that's the kind of stuff we talk about. The bottom line is maybe you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. Maybe you got something rattling around there and you're like, man, I need to talk to somebody about this. Perhaps a praise report or a prayer request. Something going on and you just got a general question. Hey, we want you to have a place to share with one another, to have others help you carry your burdens, and for you to be a blessing to others at the same time. That's called fellowship. Fellowship are people in the same boat. Fellowship. That's what it is. And the bottom line is that we are all going through different things in different ways, standing together by faith. We are blood relatives. We have one heavenly father. We drink of one Holy Spirit. And all those that name the name of the Lord. King David said it best in Psalm 119, verse 64. I'm a companion to all those that fear you. That's like, that's us. We're brothers and sisters in the Lord. Let's encourage one another. Let's strengthen one another. Let's bless one another. Let's lift up one another. That's our goal. If you want to, you can reach out to us by calling 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Nothing weird will happen that we know of. 
But you call 972-445-0770, and you'll end up talking to Captain Chris. Let me tell you what that's like. That's like landing on a radio station, and they just started playing your favorite song. Wow. And then you'll be... People want to know why we're doing that sailing song. It's Captain Chris. You get it? So the sailing part. See how that connects? Okay. We're just helping people out. You can also text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Again, we don't think anything weird will happen. But then again, 214-210-8483. You can send an email. That's the least used option. In fact, I think we have more people jumping up on a tr- on, up and down on a trampoline and then screaming, hey, David, but uh, that doesn't help either. But just try david at hemustincrease.org, david at hemustincrease.org, the D, and then the avid after that for david at hemustincrease.org. Also, we're going to send you to the website, as we often do. Pretty straightforward. We've got 3,200 uh, different episodes of podcasts which is a lot. I'm just telling you right now, that's a lot. Uh, We also have brochures that we would be glad to send you about the show if you want to share it with somebody else. We don't give you a quota or something like that. We also have business cards and bumper stickers. we got a couple of different things. It's kind of cool. You know, not too bad. And then the bottom line is also on the website is a place to give, and we need that to keep going. And we hate to talk about it, but we would much rather uh, talk about it than hate to not have a show. So, see, if we don't talk about it, then we wouldn't have it. See, that's a bad plan. All right. So if you can give, that's great. If you can't give $60, 60 seconds in prayer. That's all we're asking. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Okay, is there anything else after that? Was that it? That was the whole thing? That was it? Really? Okay. I'm not crying. It just makes me sad. There's nothing more. Uh, Bottom line, we're going to pray for our audience. We have one of our uh, wonderful uh, members who who, – one of our community that has been in the hospital. That's Deb. And so Susie has just given me an update uh, to let me know on that. Plus, we have Kevin and his daughter, Sarah, is in the hospital. And so we're going to want to pray uh, for that as well. Uh, I know that she's having, uh, Deborah's having a little bit of problem. Kevin, I don't know the update that's going on with Sarah, but we'll pray for both of them, plus the audience, because people need to be encouraged, but they also need a touch from God. And for us praying, that's us petitioning. But when God responds, that's where the life comes in. That's where the answer comes in. So let's do it together. Let's join our faith and uh, collectively bring it before the Lord. Father, we come before you right now, and we thank you and praise you for everything. Even trials we don't understand, we entrust ourselves to you that you have wisdom to bring about purpose in those trials. There's something you're bringing together. And we lift up Sarah to you. That's Kevin's daughter. We lift up Deborah to you. We lift up Susie to you. We lift up all the people in our body that are hurting. We lift up Gary and we lift up Ace and we lift up Joanne and Cordelia and all the people that have really been going through quite some struggles physically. We ask you, because you are Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals, that you would bring healing power into their bodies healing power into their minds. 
And Lord, even if I didn't name the person, that doesn't mean you don't know who needs it. We are petitioning you, offering our faith before you, and asking for your grace to prevail, and for your mercy to prevail, and for your kindness to be seen. Pour it out on these people, Lord. Love on them. The way that you show us your love, love on them individually so they can have confidence in their recoveries and in their strengthenings and healings. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, that is place start number one. We've got many a prayer to do. But we are also going to go on the text, and yet, wouldn't you know, it's just one of those controversial texts. Eh, it's not that controversial. It's just people make it controversial because of how they do it. First Peter chapter two, first Peter chapter two, verse eighteen. Servants, submit yourself to your masters with all respect, not only to those who are good and gentle, but even to those who are unreasonable. For if anyone endures the pain of unjust suffering because he's conscious of God, this is to be commended. How is it to your credit? If you are beaten for doing wrong and you endure it, but if you suffer for doing wrong and you endure it, this is commendable before God. First, let's understand servants, and we always have this discussion, and we want to make it as clear as possible. We, uh, of course, as biblical people, do not support the American version of slavery. That is absolutely absurd. In the biblical times of slavery, just so you can understand how it's different, people that were considered quote-unquote slaves, not like the American style, but quote-unquote under the slave uh, um, um, election or their designation, these were teachers, accountants, business people, ship captains, merchants. They did everything that everybody else did. They just had an overlord in most of their situations. So everything you've seen uh, or everything you've read in regards to what America did the slavery was horrible. It was just absolutely horrendous, sinful, terrible. But that is not the same standard that the biblical elements were. And how can you say, well, Dave, how can you say that? I'll tell you right now, and this will just blow your mind. Because a letter written to people would not have been read to the slaves the way America set it up, but it was read to all the slaves the, the way it was set up in the Roman culture. See, they wouldn't even get the letter in American slavery, but in Roman structure, they had so much more access, so much more freedom, nothing to be compared. And this is what the scripture says. Submit yourselves to your masters with all respect, which is a nice way of saying, hey, do what they tell you to do. Do it the right way. How far do you take that? To the point where what? It doesn't breach scripture because you obey God before you obey man. That's number one. That's your number one. Number two, it says, hey, you might be lucky, and the person over you, they might be cool. That's awesome. Just, you know, be really cool back. I mean, that's really great. But then it says, but those who are unreasonable. And you think, well, what's an unreasonable person? Did you ever have a jerky boss? <laughs> that's an unreasonable person. Wait, 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 wait. Have you ever been a jerky boss? That's what it's talking about. And it's like, we can't be doing that. Now, let's understand why it is you can't do that. Because God never forgets how we treat others and how others treat us. The Lord, he doesn't go, I forgot all about that. That doesn't happen that way. So if we've been treated poorly, it has been noted. If we treat poorly, 
that has been noted. And just one last line, and then we'll exit because we got a lot to cover. Submission to human authority is biblical, but to a, to a degree, never to breach Scripture. And just so you know, in the Old Testament, if you were cruel to your cattle, you could be fined and imprisoned. And if you kidnap somebody to be a slave, you could be executed with the death penalty. Yeah, it's a lot different than American slavery, isn't it? Yes, it is. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Just as I am, he reached down and saved me. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org That is great! You see, now that, you cannot, I mean, that's compared to a spring and a bouncy thing. So you jumped off the, the dock and then blew up. Right? See how I can. That one was really good. Okay. Uh... Oh, relax. Uh, history. Let's do history real quickly. Let's go All right. Uh, I don't know how to do this one. You know how yesterday we didn't have the best one? Right? Okay. First of all, it's National Battery Day. Okay, well, that's oh, fine. I love batteries. You love batteries? I mean, so great. <laughs> I just, I don't even know. I don't even know how to comment to that. I love batteries. They're so great. Which one? The silver ones? The gold ones? Which oh, ones? Oh, I mean, I don't know if I could pick a favorite. I don't know. And then also, uh, it's uh, <laughs> Thumb Appreciation Day. I love having thumbs. <laughs> Uh, what do you like more, batteries or thumbs? Oof, tough call. Okay. 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're getting ready to offer up your first trivia question. Who was King Saul's son and a great friend of David? Who was King Saul's son and a great friend of David? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We are going to go do our DNA ahead of time because we uh, have uh, been switching things around, so we're doing it again. So let's do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day is an opportunity to draw closer to the Lord, and we should take advantage of that since Jesus has opened up the way from a 365, 24-7 point of view. Uh, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. Never be ashamed of the word of God. Never be ashamed of the gospel. Never be ashamed of the 66 books. It's what God has to say. And we humorously uh, work with people who are like, oh, what if man wrote the book? It's like, okay, God created the universe. The dude can write a book. Let's just stay with that one. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that our hearts and minds are not just focused on us. Is that not the hardest thing? I mean, it is the hard, it's one of the hardest things. There's nothing wrong with uh, making sure you get your stuff taken care of, but when it's only us, that's the problem. So we need to have this much more uh, expanded than just focusing on us. Okay. Now I'm getting grief from Eric that I've already asked this trivia question before. I have actually asked these trivia questions about five or six times. <laughs> but see, you're answering even faster. Isn't that good? That's good, right? Right. Okay. I mean, asking a question you asked before seems like a bonus. Yeah, it should make it easier, right? Okay. I'm not going to comment to any of the people that are getting the answer wrong. I'm just pointing that out. All right, here it is. Uh, one more time. Who is King Saul's son and a great friend of David? And Eric's right, though. I did ask that last week. So, And I'm going to teach on something I taught on last week. This week. It's like a repetitive. Hey, I guess that's the synoptic part of the Gospels. Okay. 972-445-0770. That's the number to call. If you call, you'll talk to Captain Chris. Nothing weird will happen. Uh, you can also text in 214-210-8483, and as well, you can send an email to David at hemustincrease.org. <laughs> Eric's like, I'm dense. It's like, no, you're not. Uh, he's, one of my, he's one of my long-term buds. He's one of the people I go to. It's like, I got this going on. Oh, yeah, so I should give you an update on school. <laughs> I should probably really do that. So I'm in my defense, right? I finished off my 854. I don't have the grade yet, but I finished off my 854, which is the class before it. And now I'm in my absolute full defense. And in the very first hours of the very first class, I've already sent the professor seven and a half questions. He's going to love me. That's all I'm going to say. I was working furiously. I took a break yesterday to do the Father's Day thing. I had to take a break. From everything I was doing. So these next two weeks are going to be very intense. So if I'm a little snippy, 
I'm telling you right now, you'll know why, okay? If I come in and I'm super, super lighthearted like two weeks from now, that means I got a lot of stuff done, okay? There you go. All right, let's go back to this. This is the hardest part for most Christians to get. I'm telling you that on purpose so that you can prepare your mind and your heart for what you're about to hear. Here is 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 19. For anybody who endures the pain of unjust suffering because he's conscious of God— this is to be commended. People hate that thought. It's like I'm not put what I'm not I'm not going to be wrongly accused. I'm not going to go through things. I didn't deserve it. I shouldn't have to go through this. And yet the scripture says anybody who endures the pain of unjust suffering because he's conscious of God, this is to be commended. In our minds, because we are very strong about our rights and how we function as a society in this country. We are very committed to, hey, that's wrong. You shouldn't have to go through that. In fact, we have an entire system designed to sue people when we are wronged, right? That's what we have, right? Ironically, biblically, this is a challenge because what the Lord allows in our lives is not always connected. You know how we were saying you obey uh, the authorities to the point where it breaches, if it breaches the commandments of God, then you don't do that. Well, the same principle goes the other direction, which is you can certainly take advantage of your governmental system until it breaches the commands and the things of God. And so the, the element there is to understand that in suffering, in an unjust suffering, get ready, get ready, get ready. You connect to Jesus. And that's more important than winning a lawsuit and padding your bank account. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't undo it. You can't change it. You can't make it differently. It's not, you know, you, you think, well, what are you trying to say? It's better to suffer wrong than to have everything, you know, kind of. If you are trying to follow Jesus, you will fully understand that everything he suffered was unjust. Period. And when you go through anything like that, when you go through false accusations or people being rude or whatever the case may be, not because you're a schnook, but because of your faith. You understand that difference? In other words, some people are rude to other people or some people feel like people are rude to them. But then those people are like kind of like jerky people. That doesn't count. We're not talking about that. We're talking about that you're suffering unjust because of your faith, your Christian position, your your understanding and your connection to Jesus. And Jesus said, if they've been attacking me and I'm in, I'm in charge of the house, what are they going to do to the members of the house? That's what Jesus said. It's a prophetic word. It's going to happen. There's no, you're not, you're not going to get to escape it. You know, people are like, well, I don't really have to go through anything. You know, Jesus died for me. And so I don't have to go through it. No, you don't have to go through it to the point of you trying to have a justified life by your own work. But at the same time, you are being made into the image of Jesus Christ, and that means you will encounter what he encountered so that you can reflect Jesus. And it's like, that's the part. That's the little part where you said, oh, Jesus, I just want to be just like you. And God said, okay. Remember that part? 
Oh, uh, yeah, I know we don't want to bring that up. I understand. But the idea behind this is to understand that if you, you know, it's, you know, if how is it to our credit if we're beaten for doing wrong and endure it, but if you suffer for doing good, it's commendable before God? In other words, that's exactly what happened to Jesus. Not partly. How often does that happen? Not a ton, but it happens. And people dislike other people because they're Christians. It's like, you know what? That's a badge of honor in the kingdom of God. I think. What? If you don't like that, you really won't like that at the end of Hebrews chapter 11, where it says that some people endured the worst possible uh, crucifixions and deaths just to obtain a better resurrection. It's like, you won't like that at all. Don't, you don't want to read that. <laughs> Stay away from that. My point is, there are times where we go through it, and it's hard. But you know what? How we respond is what God is teaching us and training us to be. And how you respond reflects how much of an impact Jesus has had on you. If you're one of those people that, well, by golly, it has to be right, and everything has to be done perfect, and if it's not done right, I'm going to sue, and I'm going to do this, that, whatever. It sounds great, but it is not New Testament Bible. So if you want to be New Testament Bible, you have to take a different tact. Now, the Lord, he's with you in everything you go through. But vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, so sue, sue, sue. Oh, wait, that's not what it says. It says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. It's like, okay. And Jesus committed himself to him who judges righteously, and that was all that was necessary. It's hard. I know it's hard. Don't don't misunderstand. I. It's part of my faith. I, it's like I go, really? <laughs> really? You think I can just have a whack-a-mole hammer every once in a while just to go bam, bam, bam? Really? But the Lord is the ultimate judge. And you want to know why he's the only one that could really bring down the proper judgment? Because he's the only one that knows every nuance and every fact of every situation that's going on forever and ever. And it's like, okay. Because I don't know. Sometimes people are jerky because they got a flat tire. It's like, I don't know. My point in this whole process is to understand that what we go through, difficult, not difficult, I mean, just the, the, that harder part. The Lord is not allowing that in our lives just to irritate us, and he's not allowing that in our lives just so we can take advantage of the system. Things are allowed in our lives to help us reflect the image of Jesus Christ, period. All right, now back to the trivia, uh, which is an easy trivia question since we asked it before. Who was King Saul's son and a great friend of David? The answer is not the rest of the monkeys on the monkeys. The answer is Jonathan. That's who it was. He was the son of King Saul plus also David's best friend. There you go. All right. That's a great way to start a Monday. You should all be smiling going, yay, I get to suffer for Jesus. Yay. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life it feels like I've been running, running and running and running. What is the David Spoon experience? She thought he was a gardener. Sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you've put him, and I will go and get him. Mary, Jesus said. Now, <laughs> you think three words. Come on, Dave. 
Mary, Jesus said. She turned to him and cried out, Rabboni, which is Hebrew for teacher, or it doesn't matter if your translation says master, rabbi, it doesn't matter. She said, Mary. She, she responded, Master, Lord. You see, the resurrected Jesus Christ speaks the name of his sheep. And Jesus knows your name. My sheep, Jesus said, know my voice. And they hear me. And you were going along in your journey. Maybe you were young and you were in church. Maybe you were young and somebody brought it to you. Maybe you were in middle, the middle part of your life. Maybe in the later part of your life. But at some point, Jesus said your name. He said, David, Tierra, Tiffany. Noel, Joshua, Ashley. At some point, he called your name. The risen Messiah spoke your name to you. You know what? That's when you said, yes, Lord. Yes, Master. Yes, Rabboni. It's the most powerful moment because it's the moment that the divine Messiah speaks to you and pulls you from one kingdom, the kingdom of darkness, into another kingdom, the kingdom of light. It is the moment that changed everything. And uh, Billy Graham had a really good piece on it. said some people can really define that moment. Some people can't. Doesn't matter. It happened for those that, well, it's kind of like a metamorphosis, but it happened. And in the economy of God, it happens more specifically. And maybe the person doesn't know the date. I know my date, but maybe the person doesn't know the date they said yes to Jesus. But there was a moment where Jesus called your name and you said yes. And that was the beginning of your understanding of his depth of love. <laughs> 